Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me for another great episode to help you up your game and improve your capabilities in talent development. Today is our bonus Q&A round with Dr. Serena Huang. Dr. Serena Huang is a thought leader and keynote speaker in the realm of people analytics. She's also an expert on technology, future of work, ethical AI, employee experience, and mental health. And if you haven't yet listened to my interview with Dr. Serena Huang about how to create a skill-based workforce strategy, as well as how L&D can better leverage people analytics. Make sure you go back and check that episode out. Today's our bonus Q&A round. Serena, welcome back to the show. I want to start by asking you, thinking back across your career so far, what has been your proudest moment or one of your biggest accomplishments so far? I would say my proudest moment was probably when I convinced the CHRO that we needed a data scientist. <laughs> in people analytics and that can level up people analytics in the organization in many different ways. And I took it one small step at a time. So I had an intern first, which I converted into a data scientist, but very, very proud moment. That's uh, awesome. I love that. Major progress in people analytics. On the flip side, Serena, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what did you learn from it? Oh, gosh, I think as an analytical person, I sometimes get too much in my own head. Mm. And early on when I was embarking on this whole skills journey, which I actually started when I was in graduate school, but in the corporate world is very different. I remember one time spending two hours on a competency framework and only made small progress. I'm talking like two sentences were changed. And we were just, I mean, there were, I think, 13 people in the room and we could not decide. We could not decide. We kept going back and forth. And I, I was so anxious to get to the data. I wanted the framework to be perfect. And I, I have since learned that perfection is definitely the enemy when it comes to a lot of aspects of people analytics and particularly in skills. Don't get so bogged down on, on the tiny changes in words. Just get started, measure something, and then see if you're making progress and go from there. Yeah, I've heard and strongly believe that perfection is the enemy of progress and <laughs> holds people back, right? They just sit there like, this has got to be perfect. And then you never get the thing done. I'm a big fan of progress over perfection, but most of the work I do doesn't require perfection. It depends on what you're doing. Um, Serena, is there a trend in talent development that you're following and you're excited about? Mm. Right now, I'm very excited about how the conversation around employee wellness has gone mainstream. I will call it mainstream. Certainly at this point, there's a lot of data on how work is how work actually impacts our mental health. I don't know if you've seen that study, but they said the, there are two people who impact your mental health the most. One, not surprisingly, your significant other. Mm -hmm. The second person by equal amount, okay, by equal amount is your direct manager at work. Wow. So your boss at work 
and your significant other, those people above doctors, nurses, and, and everything else. So think about that, that impact that managers have on the employees. It is, it is so profound. I'm so glad that we're now having this conversation. And I think we certainly have ways to go on stigma and everything associated with mental health, but at least it's definitely trending the right direction and getting a lot of business leaders' attention. Yeah, what a great, it's just an eye-opening stat and a great reminder for those of us who are leaders, right, who are managers, as well as uh, spouses or significant others that you have <laughs> yes. an opportunity to influence and impact the well-being and the mental health of the person reporting to you or the person who is reporting yes. to come home with you every day. So you you need to think Definitely. about how you're how you're treating those people and, and hopefully act with some empathy. Yeah. No, it's the most important decision you'll make in your career is picking the right partner. Side note on that. I know you have a dog. I have a dog. What's what's the positive mental health impact oh of having a dog? So much. I don't remember the number, uh, but if you do touch and hug your pet, your your happiness instantly goes up. If you don't believe me, give me a, give, give it a try. Give it a try. That's right. <laughs> give it a try. You you're welcome to prove me wrong. <laughs> Unless your pet happens to be like one of those angry cats that's just like, don't oh, touch no. me, because there are a yeah. few of those. Out yeah, there. no, but uh, maybe time to uh, get a, a, a new pet. <laughs> That's right. Or an addition to that pet. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I mean, I just, it's what my kids always gravitate to, you know, petting the dog and my dog follows my wife everywhere, but every now and then like we'll be on the couch and he'll, he'll cuddle up next to me and I'll let him, he'll let me pet him. And it Uh is like, it's a very positive, like uplifting experience. You just feel good. Like petting a good furry animal. Yeah. (laughs) It's unconditional love, right? (laughs) Yeah. While we're on the topic of trends, there's one other I wanted to sneak in there because I know you have been doing a lot of studying and work in the area of AI. And I'm just curious to get your quick take on how can, obviously there's tons out there about AI and ChatGPT and all that sort of stuff, but how can L&D, talent development, be thinking about AI right now? What should people be like learning about or thinking about for future learning programs? Yeah, de- definitely. I think AI is a is a trend, and I made a spicy post on LinkedIn the other day about how you can toss your workforce plan in the trash right now because mm-hmm. if you haven't thought about the impact of generative AI on your workforce plan that you made a few months ago, you are behind. <laughs> so, so I think that's um, changing the landscape for how we think about upskilling, what needs to be upskilled. So if AI is going to change the direction of your business, that impacts your learning plans, right? Immediately, what is important for the organization suddenly changes. What you need to be hiring for suddenly changes. So definitely connect with the business leader on what specific changes are coming your way because of the business strategy likely will change at this point. I know all the startups are now chasing, what can I do with AI right away um, and not be replaced, frankly. So, mm-hmm. so that's happening in different segments as well. And so for individual employees and individual leaders, maybe it's not replacing you as a person, as a whole, but maybe it's replacing part of you. Maybe it's replacing part of your job today. You need to figure out what that part is <laughs> really quickly. And the other piece is LinkedIn Learning um, has recently offered a hundred plus free courses when it comes to AI. That's been a huge push. So anyone 
who has time, <laughs> definitely welcome. I will say, suggest you check it out. And it, depending on your clients, right? If you're supporting more senior leaders, focus on the AI as it relates to how it changes business strategy. If you're supporting a very technical group, maybe figure out the specific technical AI that will be relevant so that you can speak the language with your clients. But those are great places to start. Excellent. I like that. Some good advice there. I didn't know there's so many courses out there already, which yes. is amazing. Serena, I know you're a big reader. Are there any books that have made a big impact for you or that you often recommend? And it could, this could be in, in data and talent development or even you know personal areas of life. Yeah, I would say personal. So I pretty much only read nonfiction. <laughs> and I probably go through, I don't know, three to four books a month. And recently, I've really enjoyed Limitless by, oh my goodness. Jim Quick. Yes, Jim Quick. Yeah, yes, I read it last you. year. It's a great book. Yeah. And it's opened up my mind to so many possibilities. And gosh, you know what? I didn't even know I was getting in my own way so much. Yeah. <laughs> I read the book. I thought I was like doing a decent job with all these reading and, you know, this yeah. discovery journey that I've been on. And then I did some of the exercise and I thought, oh my God, I'm really holding myself back here. Yeah. So, so I encourage people to to check it out. Another great one along the same theme-ish is Adam Grant's Think Again. That came out certainly uh, a, a while ago, but I actually revisit some of the books from time to time. And I found that with new experiences, I actually get new takeaways when mm. I read the book again. I don't know if you had that experience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Not. Because you, yeah. you're in a different place. Right. When you read it the next time, you're in a different situation in life. Yeah. There's an old philosophical saying that no man steps in the same river twice because ah. the man or woman has changed and the water oh is different gosh. as well. That's so good. It could also be different yeah. with, you know, when you read a book, what you're going through in your life at that time and and how it hits you. And I'm thinking back to also reading that book, Limitless by Jim Quick. And I definitely would like to read that book again because there's so many great insights in there. Right. Uh, we talked about, not that there's any comparison, right? But we talked about how challenging your experience was coming to this country when you were young and learning English. I mean, his origin story and the challenges that he went through, right. massive yeah. brain injury, I think when he was in kindergarten and learning right. disabilities for most of his life until he learned all these things. Yeah. And now he's teaching others. Just absolutely incredible, incredible story. So that's a great one. Very inspiring. Um, very inspiring. Yeah, very inspiring. So when, you, when you read a story, you're like, okay, so what's my excuse? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, exactly. <laughs> my life is not so hard. <laughs> my life is not that hard and yeah. I should be able to like I definitely can learn how to remember people's name, remember people's names at a conference, right? right? <laughs> so anyway, yes, I, I saw him speak at a conference last year. I met him very briefly, and he did a cool. thing about how to remember people's names because he always says yeah. like, uh -huh. "Oh, people say this is such an aside, right?" But he says people say like, "Oh, I'm I'm so bad at remembering people's names, like I can't remember people's names." And he'll say right. like, "Well, I bet if I offered you a million dollars, you could remember everybody's name that you met over there, right?" Because you would really. So it's all about the incentive. Yes. And how much do you care about it? And then do you? And then he helps people put like a system in place to to remember stuff like that. And I've certainly got better at it thanks to some of his teaching. Last question for you, Serena, for people out there in talent development world or in people analytics who are looking for ways to become more successful in their own careers, uh, what's one piece of a career advice you would give? I think it's really important to build relationships as early as possible. I have definitely benefited a lot from the relationships I have built over time and find people who can not only mentor you, 
But as you get more senior, or even if you don't, who can do reverse mentoring? I think it's in both directions. I found it so helpful to get to know a lot of people、um, along the way who, you know, either are a few years out from me or a few years behind. And because data analytics is changing so quickly, certainly the AI space, but also in general in in the data world, because we just have more of it now,、um, figure out how you know how how you can move yourself forward. And there's a saying, right? Like you are kind of the sum or or the you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with.、Yep. And it's very much true in in personal and in career. I think the best decision I've made over over time is. By spending time with people who lift me up, and it's very difficult in some of the disciplines, like the one I came from, we're very competitive, right, and and all that. But when you are surrounded by people who won't celebrate your success,、mm. who get envious of you, like that's you know one of the things I've been trying to promote on LinkedIn is have courageous conversations, right? So we're gonna have one right now. There are going to be people who won't be happy for you when you are successful. Be mindful of that. When、yeah. you are successful, watch out for who is not celebrating with you. And、mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't be friends with them. I'm just saying that sometimes the truth comes out, and they they may be on their own healing journey. They have、yes. things to work through, right?、Yeah. But if that is going to only bring you down, don't spend your time and especially、mm-hmm. energy on that. And and find people who will uplift you and who will ride with you. Uh, and and move you forward, and you move them forward. I think that's the most important. Yeah, I agree completely. I saw you did a post on this topic the other day, and I, I fully agree.、Uh, you know that Jim Grown Jim Rohn quote: "You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with." Obviously, you want to surround yourself with with great people who are supporting you. And I would add to that that make sure you are celebrating the success of others around you. Because the more you give to others, and the energy you、right. give to others, and celebrate others, it's going to attract them celebrating. You, even if they aren't naturally inclined to, I was playing basketball this morning,、That's、and、right. there was a guy guarding me who would never like compliment anybody else. But I was, he was playing against me, and I was just like, "Oh, you made a great, you made a great move there." Just, you know, I'm not going to get dragged down into that. I'm going to be the positive example, and I think that attracts those positive people who are going to want to support absolutely. you. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can you can start the positive circle, right? Yeah,、and、absolutely. That's right. Don't join. That's okay. Yeah, you can call it karma, whatever you want. I just I know that the more positivity I put out there, the more I help other people, the more I celebrate other people with an abundance mindset, the more that comes back to me. And I,、yes. I I'm sure the same is happening for、yeah. you. Yeah, I really I really like that about your book, by the way, Andy. I think the abundance mindset is so so important. Yeah,、mm. people don't quite understand what does that mean. Like I can have everything in the world. No, it's it's not about that. But、yeah. <laughs> you can you can move away from the mindset of scarcity, and that's actually one of my twenty twenty three words is abundance. Ooh. And this is going to sound a little weird, but I I did catch myself in in something where I was coming from a scarcity mindset, and I thought I was not going to have enough, and I was really worried and anxious、mm-hmm. about something, and it did not turn out well. I I definitely、mm-hmm. was like, okay, yes, remember abundance. <laughs> yeah. You need to you need to remind yourself that. So yeah, it's it's not it's not easy, but it's also just a mindset change too. Yeah, well, we need regular reminders too. I mean, I I just got asked to write an article about abundance for ATD Magazine. I imagine it'll be out、Ooh. soon. I think it's coming out in May, 
And I mean, I was writing the article about it and I've done a lot of work on myself and and certainly people would probably recognize me for having an abundant mindset, but I have my moments, you know, of scarcity, right. of, of getting caught in comparison with others and, and worrying yeah. about, you know, where the next thing is going to come from or whatever it is. And I, you know, I have to, to talk myself out of it or talk to friends, right. To, to get that yeah. back. So, I mean, nobody's perfect. We, we continue to work. It's a work in progress all the time. But I just know that I've found that the more we lift other people up, the more it lifts up, up us up. And I appreciate you saying that about my book. You know, one thing that I personally thought was was unique about what I did with my own book is that I, I cited like every other book I read and every person who helped me along the way, because I'm not trying to pretend that I made all this stuff up, right? It's, it's, it's how I learned everything and put it together. And, you know, other people, I don't know what other people do, but I just wanted people to have those those references and know that this is where it all came from and, and always be celebrating other people along the way. And and hopefully that's helpful to people too. Yeah, it's it's really important. And I hope every leader who's listening to this will remember to celebrate their team this week. Yes, yes. And start your next meeting with gratitude. Yes, I like indeed. it. Well, Serena, once again, I am grateful for you being here. We get along so well. We have so much to talk about. There's so many more things we could talk about. Maybe we'll do more conversations in the future, but I really appreciate you being here, spending time with us. Anybody that wants to connect with Serena, get to know her, you can find more information about her at datawithserena.com, as well as visit her LinkedIn profile where she has over 11,000 followers and counting. So make sure you go connect with Serena and follow her content. And if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, make sure you come connect with me because I'm sharing content on a regular basis as well. Serena, again, thanks for being here and thanks everybody for listening. Thanks so much for having me, Andy. All right, that will do it for my bonus Q&A episode with Dr. Serena Wong, who is such an expert on data and people analytics, as well as mental health and many other things. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. She just shared a lot more great knowledge and ideas there, including some things on AI and some books and, and whatnot. So I'm glad that you listened to that. I hope you got value from it like I did. I definitely took a lot of notes and I'm looking forward to talking more with Serena later. I'm also excited that Serena is going to be joining us as a guest speaker in the Talent Development Think Tank community this year. We have calls every Wednesday at noon Eastern time, 9 Pacific, and we have guest speakers for most of them. Many of our guest speakers are guests on this podcast, and when you listen, you can take notes, which is great, but then isn't it better to jump on a Zoom call and be able to ask questions and engage with that speaker and and really tap into some of their expertise as well as hear what other people are asking and and what they're working on and struggling with. I just find it so rewarding and so valuable to be able to have those connections, to have those conversations beyond just listening. I get a lot of value from listening to podcasts and creating podcasts, but even more value from having conversations. Our mission in that community is to help talent development professionals improve their capabilities and achieve more success in their careers, in your career in talent development. That's what we're all about. That's what we're working on. When you sign up, you get access to our weekly calls as well as our member vault, which has a treasure trove of content and trainings in there. So make sure you go check that out. Our website is talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. That's talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. And when you sign up, you can use the code thinktank to get 10% off. All right, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. We've got more great content coming your way, so stay tuned.